Mark your calendars and join all your ACB friends June 17th for the ACB Summer Auction. It's going to be a fun night of friends and fundraising for ACB. Some of our ACB leaders will be auctioning off items such as crafts, collectibles, jewelry, vacations, and food. It all gets underway at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom and ACB Media. But you can get a head start on all the fun with the Appetizer Auction June 15th and 16th. To find out more, get in touch with Leslie Spoon by emailing Leslie Spoon at CFL.RR.com. That's Leslie Spoon at CFL.RR.com. Get ready to get bidding at the ACB Summer Auction Saturday, June 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom and ACB Media. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends. Welcome in, everyone, to Visibilities on June 9th. And it's been kind of a crazy time for everyone, I think, with uh, the air quality. Uh, I know yesterday... We, for the first time, ever had code purple here in the D.C. area. You could not see the top of the Capitol or the Washington Monument. It was just amazing. But fortunately, thank God, we're back up to code yellow this afternoon. And I know it's, but I know it's been affecting people in New York and pretty much down the East Coast and apparently an awful lot of Canada. There's hundreds of uh, fires taking place in Canada. And so our thoughts and best wishes I want to send out to all of our Canadian friends uh, to stay safe and protected as they go through this very difficult time up there. It's something like 14 times worse than they've ever had it in the past with uh, forest fires this year. And I know just the one in Canada, they said was, days ago, they said was, uh, what did they say, uh, 600 square miles. I'm, I'm not even sure if that's like all of New England. <laughs> it must be pretty cool. Anyway, I want to thank Larry Gassman for hosting for us this evening. I mean, for streaming us this evening. And Ray Campbell is streaming us again this evening, and I want to thank him as well. And um, I'm going to start by doing our announcements. And so if you give me just a minute to share the screen, I will have our lady friend chat them to you. Let me just... I want it up, not down. There we go. And come up here. 
this should work. You stopped screen share. Oh, goodness. All this, let's try it again. Start. Announcements for June 9th. When Monday, June 12th, 2023. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What does a vision rehabilitation therapist do? The Rehabilitation Issues Task Force of ACB is bringing you a discussion about what vision rehabilitation therapists do. A vision rehabilitation therapist, an individual from a provider that uses both VRT and OT personnel, and a director of a university program which teaches VRT students will be a part of the event. Come and learn with us. Please find the Zoom info on the ACB community schedule. Tickets are available for the Illinois Council of the Blind 50-50 drawing. You can get yours at www.icbonline.org or by calling the ICB office at 217-523-4967. The IVIE Entrepreneur Exchange call will be on June 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. The topic will be creating an elevator pitch. The June RSVA check-in call will be held on June 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Tom Hobbs, an entrepreneur, writer, inspirational, motivational speaker, will be our guest. All are welcome. From Helping Hands for the Blind. www.helpinghandsfortheblind.net we are very pleased to announce that Helping Hands for the Blind, a 501c3 not-for-profit charitable organization, has received major funding, which now allows us to establish a veterinary care assistance program for all guide dog handlers from the United States who can qualify. If you would be interested in knowing more about this program, please write to me at boacosta818 at gmail.com. Put that care in the subject line, please. And I thank you all for your announcements and for, and I just think there's some really good topics there that are coming up over the next week or so. And there's one other announcement I want to make right now, and that is I want to thank so many of you who have reached out to me via Zoom calls and emails and phone calls and congratulated me on my retirement last week because I really did retire, sort of. Um, but I just want to thank you all. It's all been very much appreciated. Now, moving on to tonight. Uh, we have a wonderful group put together. And I really owe Peter Altschul a huge thank you for doing this because... I had another call planned for tonight that fell through in the end. And he did this like yesterday, which is why it didn't exactly get out the way that it should on the community call list. And so hopefully you uh, got our information this afternoon through one of the other lists that I put it out on. 
So Peter Altschul and Annie Chapetta and Jason Castingay are with me tonight. And welcome to all three of you. And what we will be doing is talking about the Friends in Art of ACB. And Friends in Art is one of the special interest groups that's been around. Well, I, they were around when I first, I think at my first convention in 79 or back, at, certainly back by 81, I'm sure. And... uh <clears throat> They've just had such a reputation, especially for their showcase of the performing arts um, and their productions of that every year. And other, th and other um, areas that they've been in, in as well that with their art parlor, be it virtual or in person, with um, the prose and poetry readings, with just so many things over the years. And so we thought we'd just kind of invite them to tell us all a little bit more about Friends in Art, and hopefully a few of you might want to join. And hopefully a lot of you will want to join, actually. And so I am going to turn this over to Peter. And once again, Peter, thanks so much for getting everybody on such, on such short notice. Thank you, Terry. Can you all hear me? We can. Good. Okay. So thank you, Terry, for having me back on your show. And uh, for those who don't know me, I'm Peter Altschul. I am the um, secretary of Friends in Art, but that's the boring job I have within Friends in Art. The more interesting job I have is the program chair of Friends in Art, which puts me in charge of among other things, the showcase. Um, and uh, so we're going to talk a lot about the showcase tonight, but Terry suggested, and I think wisely so, that we talk about Friends in Art as well. So I have two um, colleagues who have joined us, uh, me, to sort of talk about Friends in Art. And I'm going to start with Jason Castingway. Jason, introduce yourself and talk about how you got started in Friends in Art. Sure. Thank you, Peter. Hello, Terry and everyone. Great to be here. Hi, Jason. Great to have you back. All right. So uh, my um, introduction to Friends in Art was back in 2000 when I attended my first ACB convention. And it was then that <laughs> being a, an enthusiastic musician that I knew uh, Friends in Art was going to be forever as, as much as as much as could be in my life because there were times when i kind of went under the radar and came back and all this kind of stuff based on things that were going on in my life but um it's just so nice to be you know 23 years later and still um being involved and i uh gosh that there were i have so many memories of, of showcases and poetry and um, I know Lynn would do a lot of uh, these rounds where we would all be participating in singing rounds, and I thoroughly enjoyed those. Um, and we are still doing a lot. Um, Lynn left us with this great idea of the tea in the art parlor, I think was the original idea where we could have, um, we could have a program that was felt like a virtual parlor where we could enjoy tea or a beverage of our choice and uh, learn about someone and their art. 
So, um, gosh, I kind of went, dabbled on a few different things, but I guess if you wanted to know a little more, little more about me, not only am I a pianist and vocalist, but I also enjoy tech. So I've, of course, there are many ways these days to combine music and tech so that um, you can enjoy both worlds all at once. <laughs> Thank you, Jason. So before um, I move on, I, uh, for those who may not know who Lynn uh, was, uh, Lynn Heddle uh, was a, a longtime Friends and Art member, if not a founding member, pretty close to one, and was the president for Friends and Art for many years, and she died uh, suddenly um, and left us a huge legacy and huge uh, uh, shoes to fill. Uh, she did so many things with and for Friends and Art not the least of which was um, getting getting as many of us involved with the harp. Um, so uh, for the past few years, we've done a harp thing for part of the program. Um, Jason will be doing a number of things at the convention, and I want to sort of alert, uh, talk about some of them. Uh, one of the things is he will be our breakfast speaker on July 4th at 7 in the morning. Central, 7 in the morning. Open camera. Hello? 7 in the morning central time. And uh, so come in, if, you know, those who uh, Blind Pride is co-sponsoring, come and hear Jason's story and what he has to say about music and, you know, playing piano and techno stuff. And uh, I, I, it's a fascinating story. And so that's one thing about Jason. The second thing about Jason is he's also running a session with one of our other board members, Derek Lane, about virtual instruments, uh, using virtual instruments and synthesizers and recording. Uh, and I don't quite know what that exactly means because I'm not sure what they're doing, but I know it'll be great. Uh, so that's during the virtual uh, portion of the convention, uh, I believe, on Thursday of the convention at, um, I believe it's 530 Central Time, but it's in the program. So just look under the program and um, that should be well worth attending. And the most important thing Jason is doing um, and have not, Andy, I've not forgotten you, um, is um, he's going to be the point person for the Friends in Art in-person showcase. Jason, you, I think you know this. Uh, I hope you know this. Um, I, I, I think I do. Yeah, I think you, I think you do, yeah. Uh, so um, uh, for many of you may know, we're having a virtual showcase, and we're, we've just finished programming the virtual showcase that's going to be on June 24th. Uh, starting, I think, at 7.30 p.m. On, on, on ACB Media will be broadcast. It's going to be, uh, I think, really, really good. I don't want to give too much away, but Jason and Derek are, are sort of organizing the show and putting the tech stuff together. Um, one of the things about the virtual show from this year compared to prior years is that prior years we had audience effects and all this kind of good stuff that will no longer be the case this is going to be a what what derek's called the npr version of the virtual showcase very laid back very um uh you know uh, it'll, it'll be a studio kind of production with lots of great stuff but no audience reaction because there'll be no audience right but there will be an audience at the in-person showcase which jason is going to be the point person for and one of the messages i want to convey um, right now is we are always looking for more acts. So for those of you who are going to be coming to the convention and want an opportunity to perform, we want to hear from you. We will have accompanists, including Jason, who is quite capable of playing all kinds of stuff. And we will also have a house band, um, uh, which will be quite exciting. Uh, I don't 
Um, I know, I don't know who the people are, but I know they're good musicians and uh, a drummer um, uh, uh, and three keyboard players that can be programmed to be play bass and all kinds of weird things and keyboards. So I think it'll be a really exciting band. And so they're willing to back people up if we, if they know what you want to play uh, or sing. Uh, so, um, so the bottom line is we really would like people to, um, to perform. So the best way to, to let us know what you want to do, and some people have done this already, um, is to send us an email to showcase at friendsinart.org. That's showcase at friendsinart.org. And just tell us who you are, where you're from, and what you'd like to perform. The other thing that we, we are accepting is if folks have a track that they've pre-recorded and want to perform to that, we can do that as well. And several people have already asked to do that. Terry, I hear a rumor that you want to perform a Taylor Swift song. <laughs> I think you not, not if you want anyone to be there. Well, there, there is a cash bar. <laughs> the, trust me, yeah. you'll need to line them up at it first. <laughs> I'd like to hear that. <laughs> I think uh, I think Terry, you need to do a Taylor Swift song. Anyway, um, uh, uh, so so we'll talk more about that later. But I want to bring in the uh, our, the next person who was on our board, who joined more recently, who's an up and coming person within Friends and Art, Annie Chiapetta. Annie, say hi and talk about um, how you got involved with Friends and Art and sort of who you are. Sure. How's my volume? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's plenty, uh, plenty good. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so I am a newbie in Friends and Art. Um, after hearing how many years Friends and Art has been um, has been part of um, the affiliate program for ACB, I feel like a baby. <laughs> I, I joined in 2018, I think it was, um, and uh, Peter actually um, convinced me without too much. Um, uh, too much arm, arm pulling, bending. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to to come on uh, on the board, and um, I've been on the board ever since. I've helped in a number of different ways. I am not a musician. Um, I am am strictly uh, in the in the literary arts, poetry, performance, poetry. Um, I've done a little acting, and um, of course, my writing. So. Um, so that's my forte in you know that that I lend to friends in art. Um, I've also helped um, redesign the website. Um, I like to do a lot of behind the scenes stuff, you know, and be a support, but you know, maybe not, you know, be uh, in a, in in the in the light. You know, I like to you know, I like to um, have other people shine and be proud of taking a part of that, but not necessarily be the one. I know, I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean. I always said, I'm the one that likes to make sure the microphone's there. You're the one to talk in it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, so Friends in Art has lent me the ability to do that. And uh, I really feel that I've grown a lot since um, I've been part of the board. Um, and Lynn took me under her wing and, um, you know, she gave me some special roles while she was president. And um, it's continued with... Um, Peter and, and Mike Mandel and Jason and everybody has been wonderful. And I think we all work really well together um, creatively. And I'm just looking forward to the future and, um, you know, getting Art Parlor to continue and finding um, new voices. Um, I really get excited when I hear um, about younger artists, especially 
um, uh, you know, in the literary arts and stuff. I really want to help, you know, push them along, you know, in their trajectory because it's so hard to get recognized for your work these days. There's so much going on and it's like, you know, how do you push your way forward? So, um, you know, I, I really like um, finding the young artists and giving them a voice and helping them along. So, Annie, for those who don't know, can you talk briefly about your writing, what books are out there and, you know, poetry? Just give us a general sense of your writing uh, oeuvre, as they say. Uh, sure. Um, so I started writing, uh, I started self-publishing or independently publishing my books since 2016. I have five books. Uh, they range from poetry to poetry and nonfiction um, short stories and um, a young adult novel, and I'm currently writing an adult fiction novel. Uh, so they're all um, they're all available in all uh, various formats. You can go to anchepetta.com and find everything. Uh, my latest novel is currently being recorded for Audible, uh, and it's not on Bard yet because it takes a while to get on Bard. But um, you know, I'm. One of the things that I'm dedicated to in terms of my own writing is to make sure that um, every format possible can be um, can be available with my writing. And I may not have my books in hard copy Braille, but they are available through um, Smashwords and draft to digital And if you um, have a digital um, Braille display, you can order an ebook that can be converted. And you can read it that way. So that's um, that was like the hardest thing for me to try to find a way to bridge that gap uh, for Braille readers. So um, and it's not perfect, but it's the way the world works and what I yeah. can do. So and we we artists are far from perfect. We're we're flaky and we do strange things. <laughs> really, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter, speak for yourself. You, we know that you are anyway. I, 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 I happily agree. I, 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 I do strange things all the time. I'm going to. I, I'm going to jump in here and ask a question yeah. that Anne brings to my. Annie brings right to my mind, and um, I think I think I know the answer, but I think somebody should point it out. That with the in as far as the showcase is concerned, that. The the people the many of the performers through the years have been performing something other not necessarily something musical correct you know be it poetry or um, comedy or um, whatever you want to call Michael Byington's great yeah, yeah. <laughs> parody annual, annual <laughs> event yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that kind of thing so that if anybody is interested it should if anyone is interested in uh maybe presenting a piece of their poetry or something that they should also get in touch with jason absolutely yeah yes. get in touch with jason go go to friends in art oh, sorry uh showcase at friends and tell us what you want to do and we will try to accommodate you i think we're going to be having a comic uh be part of the show as well uh I, that's the rumor i'm hearing anyway um uh, so before we go any further, Annie, your website is anchiapetta.com, right? The problem yes. with your name and my name is it's impossible to spell. All right, you want me to spell it out? <laughs> yeah, please, please spell okay. it out. Okay, it's www.anchiapetta.com. 
So that's two P's and two T's. Correct. It took me like two years to figure this out. Um, <laughs> hey, it's my married name. It's not my real, it's not the one I was born with. I married into it and I decided like, yeah, that's really unique. I think I'll keep that name. I like that name. It's, 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 it's a cool name, but it's hard to spell. I, I don't know if it moves worse, Altril or Chiapetta, but we'll. I don't know. It took me a while to remember how to spell your name too. Exactly. I, had, I had to go to phonetics to remember. And don't go by how Jaws pronounces it either. <laughs> that's right, right? <laughs> so uh, so there are a number of things terry you want us to talk about friends and art um and we'll come back to the showcase in a second but uh, but since annie's has the mic so to speak i want to talk about our scholarship um process because annie was is helping on the scholarship committee and mm. uh, every year we give a two thousand dollar scholarship to somebody uh in the arts uh you know uh being educated in the arts uh in college or graduate school studying music or poetry or or uh art therapy we've had a couple of those and um photography um mm -hmm. and so this year we went from something like eight regular applications to 22 or something or 17. i mean it doubled this year uh and we are just thrilled that by the talent that we got but of course it took a lot more work to figure out who we were gonna um who we we're gonna give the scholarship to and uh and you talk about your sort of experience trying to sort of go through the process. Sure. Well, Peter, first of all, if you hadn't steered us, I don't think we would have gotten where we got um, at the time we got there um, because it, there, it was a lot. It was a lot of uh, it was a lot of, uh, you know, researching um, and, and listening. There were so many top notch performers. It wasn't just deciding on their performance but it was on who they were as people what what their background was um you know if we could uh, if they included information about you know you know how they supported their art uh financially um you know what kind of uh you know what kind of support they had in their community what their hopes and dreams were uh you know we really had to um kind of get them to open up and and really tell us about themselves and uh and their art in order for us to make you know a a, a good decision about who we were going to choose because we we're only going to choose one person and that was really tough uh i had two people in mind and i i couldn't decide between the two of them and it was and i think the rest of the committee felt the same way we were really conflicted about it but eventually we talked it over and we made a decision and we're really happy uh with noah carver and um he's just uh amazing he has such potential and he's just a really nice guy like he really does have uh, this spirit about him that um that's going to take him places and that's what attracted me so uh, let's talk about Noah Carver because you're going to yeah. hear him on the virtual showcase. He's going to be uh, singing three songs during the course of the show. Noah, Noah's, uh, Noah is from rural Maine. Think about that. And he was uh, the, the son of a lobster trapper guy, a uh, guy dad raised, uh, you know, uh, brought in lobsters for, for part of what he did for a living. And somehow he got from there to the Eastman School of Music, which is one of the best music conservatories in the country in mm -hmm. Rochester, New York, is an amazing tenor, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, just finished his freshman year. I was gonna, I was gonna bring him on the thing if I could get him, but he's flying back today from Italy. 
he was there um, sort of learning the language and sort of um, learning about opera and sort of getting experience in singing, you know, and just, you know, that's, that's what he was doing for the past couple of weeks. And he's coming back tonight, but you're going to hear him for the, on the virtual show. Um, and we're just thrilled that he, um, you know, uh, he, we, we gave him the scholarship and he is a real talent. And I, but what I also want to say, there are so many other people we got that were real talents as well as Annie said, it was a really difficult decision, but we are, thrilled with Noah. And I hope that those of you who listen to the virtual show um, will uh, appreciate him as well. Um, so that's the scholarship. That's one of the things that we do. Um, I want to uh, uh, sort of talk about the art parlor. We've talked about it. We even talked about it in great detail. This is one of the things that Lynn got started. Uh, Lynn yeah. Hedl, our uh, esteemed president, uh, right when COVID started. And we sort of um, as somebody described Annie or I can't remember who it was, uh, probably Annie talked about how people sort of, um, you know, came to the parlor with a drink in hand, tea or something, herbal tea, herbal tea is like Jason. Said. Yeah. Jason. Beverage of choice. Beverage of choice. And we've been doing this once a month. We interview some artists, uh, whether it be a, um, a musician or a sculptor or a writer uh, or uh, just all kinds of interesting things. And many of you may have heard some of these interviews on ACB Media. They're broadcast, um, uh, you know, several times a month and they switch every month. Um, and uh, it's been a real, it's been, as Annie said, just a real fun to do it. So Annie, um, Annie what, do, what do you, what have you learned or what, what have you sort of experienced going through, you know, you're being all these different people? Uh, well, the first thing I'm going to say is it helped me be a better interviewer. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, when I listened to myself way back a couple, I was like, Oh girl, you need to like learn how to do that. Um, so, uh, I, I actually got, uh, you know, experientially, uh, you know, I learned how to improve my skills and, um, and that made me a better interviewer and that made the interviewer, the interviews better. And it made the people I interviewed, um, more relaxed and, uh, be more, um, be, become you know uh, more um, more themselves uh, and open up and say things you know uh, so that was that was the first thing I'd say about that. The second thing is that um, you know uh, discovering people um, and what they do through the art parlor really has far reach because uh, I interviewed uh, one person. I interviewed Maya Scott. Um, who lives on the West Coast, and she's in the San Francisco Bay Area, and she is, um, you know, a person who loves uh, to explore the world in the spatial and and uh, things like um, mazes and uh, uh, the visual arts, even though she's visually impaired. And then she brought me in and exposed me to and and had me meet a couple more people um um in the palo alto art center and so i got to learn all about uh how some of the uh the people that drive accessible arts on the west coast i had no idea that that's where that was gonna go and i'm so glad that uh that i uh I, you know i hung on and i talked to maya and i and she introduced me to some other people jennifer justice came on art parlor and talked about accept accessible art and media and how docents and um uh and and art uh galleries can can make their art more accessible and things like that so it's 
it, it's a, it's expanded my horizons and hopefully the listeners, um, uh, you know, the horizons of the listeners and, uh, it just keeps growing and growing and growing. And, uh, I'm amazed that, uh, at, you know, I thought that we would run out of material, but we never do it just keeps building on itself. Jason, you, you, you're usually there, uh, you know, uh, sort of monitoring the audible stuff and doing the editing. What, what is your take about the, the, uh, uh, the art parlor? I have loved it in that, number one, it keeps me sharp on my editing skills. <laughs> because, you know, if, if I didn't have anything to edit for a while, that wouldn't be good. Uh, but I think what I love about it is that not only for myself, but I imagine for everyone who tunes in, it exposes it exposed me to a whole lot more people, uh, writers, sculptors, I mean, different art forms that are being represented by those who are blind or have low vision, I just didn't know existed. And I, uh, I just, I'm very happy about that. Um, and I think also that uh, we we get to have a good time in the art parlor. <laughs> yeah. We do. No, we, we really do. And, and just to time. give you a sense of what Jason sometimes has to do, the most recent interview that we did, which I, I'm sure Jason's working on now, ran yep. an hour and twenty minutes. Well, for the uh, for the for the media, it has to cut down to what fifty eight minutes or something like that. So yeah, Jason like, has to figure right out on the hour. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So he has to cut out 22 minutes of stuff. And of course, I gave him some feedback on what I thought might work. But he's, you know, that's a tough thing to do. I, I It is. I, I hate to cut. If, if I really don't have to, it's wonderful. But, but you know, I understand. And, and at least for the podcast version, sometimes I'm able to, to leave in because the podcast doesn't have that restriction. Right. So I'm able right. to leave in all the good stuff. <laughs> Ooh. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I, I hope that folks, if you, you know, any of you have heard some of our things on ASP Media, um, they're really fun to do, and I think a lot of the stuff is really interesting. So I hope that you get a chance to listen to it or or go to our website, which we have not given you yet, which is friendsinart.org. If you go to www.friendsinart.org, and um, you can join. Dues are what fifteen bucks, I think. Yes. Yeah, 15 bucks, 10 bucks for students. Um, you can also give a donation. Um, you know, when we do the virtual showcase, we don't charge for it. And we really, you know, we, we, we'd like to uh, uh, have money so we can do things like uh, the virtual showcase and the scholarship and things like that. So we always welcome donations um, and, of course, memberships. Uh, come in and join us and be part of what we're, of what we're doing. Um, so that's www.friendsandart.org. I want to talk about the Peter and yeah. Annie. So, yeah. and we also have um, we have an email list. Oh yeah, and uh, you don't have to be a member to be on the email list. You can send. Uh, uh, oh, I'm not allowed to to say email addresses, am I? Uh, not a personal one. No, but no, this you, is. Okay, so it's friends in art plus subscribe at groups.io and you can get on the friends and art um uh email list and you get random stuff uh if you're on that thing you get uh you know articles about the arts you get articles about uh, things that are coming up that might might be of interest 
uh, just whatever you know comes across my desk or other people's desks that we've mm-hmm. worked on. It's slow traffic. It's not like yeah. wow. Yeah. There's not a lot of stuff. It's, it's, yeah. So can you repeat that address again? That Sure. It's uh, all one word, friends in art, the plus sign, subscribe um, at groups.io. So, yeah, I mean, it, it you know, uh, and it's it, it's right. It is low traffic. We, we don't, there's not many heavy conversations. It's all basically information that we forward on about one thing or another that seems to be of interest to somebody. Um, and, and some of the stuff that I stand has nothing to do with blindness at all. You know, it talks about, uh, you know, some musical thing, a copyright issue or something that sort of got my attention. I thought might be of interest to other people as well. Yeah, so. we send articles of interest and things. We push forward all of the ACB stuff. Um, you know, I've even posted my poetry on there once in a while if it's, yeah. you know, blindness related or, you know. So um, it's a neat little, you know, little place so to I- go. I want to turn a corner and I want to talk about the uh, in-person showcase. And I don't know if Jason, um, were you ever part of the planning of the prior, the COVID planning, you know, actually being part of the planning process of getting the show running pre COVID. No, I, um, I was around, but not part of it. Okay. So I want to sort of explain to folks how we used to do it. Cause I think it will have some relevance as to what to expect in person. The truth of the matter is, when we uh, before we left for wherever the convention site was, we generally had very little idea of how the showcase was going to run. You know, we had some idea of, of things that might happen, but we generally held an audition uh, for a couple of hours on uh, the day before the showcase, the afternoon, late afternoon before the showcase, and sort of listened to people that come in and perform. We would. Um, then have all this information that we had and take it back to the friends in art suite. Remember the suites back, back in the day when the suites, <laughs> oh, yeah. um, well, we would take it to the suites and we'd say, you know, and we would have to get this stuff decided so that they could get the program brailed. So we had like two hours to put together the show. Who was going to be first? Who was, well, first who was in it? Mm-hmm. And then who was first, who was second, who was third, you know, trying to structure the program in a way that made sense to the audience, uh, you know, to, to, to make the show flow. And we did this every year. And, you know, the reason I'm telling you this is because this is what's going to happen in person. Uh, uh, and I need to, uh, you know, Jason is going to be the point person. Uh, I need to thank the folks at Blind Pride, um, Anthony um, Car- uh, Corona, Corona. Yeah, Corona. Uh, Corona uh, who was uh, allowing us to use their suite, their uh, Blind Pride suite. And so uh, what will happen is I envision it. Um, is that um, everybody who lets us know they want to perform before the, you know, before the convention, actually the deadline is ideally June 27th, but before the convention, by sending us a message to showcase at friendsinart.org, we will compile a list and we will give it to uh, Jason and Derek and send you all an email giving you, you know, um, how to get a hold of Jason so you guys can figure out how this is going to work. Um, there is a time to audition, but we understand that everybody's like really, really busy and probably may not be able to make it. The, the time is Monday afternoon, whatever, July 2nd. Um, and, no, the show. Oh, wait a minute. Then it's Sunday, Sunday, July 2nd at 4, 4 p.m. Oh, auditions, right. Okay. Yeah, auditions, right. And so we just need to, you know, uh, what, what, what we ask is this always works, but it's crazy. So just, you know, you know, get in touch with us. We'll get in touch with you. We'll figure out how this is going to work. 
but just be flexible. We are artists. We usually make things work, but it is sort of chaotic. We, we, we usually thrive on chaos. We artists do. And we ask you to be patient and flexible and sort of enjoy the ride because it really is fun. You know, uh, we, once you get in the swing of things, um, I've spent many years wondering how do we done everything that we've done, you know, uh, pu- pulling those all together and making it work. You know, um, uh, I'm really proud that uh, the showcase is one of the, the highlights for many people at the convention. But I, I want you to sort of understand how it works behind the scenes prior to COVID, that it's kind of crazy. You know, uh, we, we never quite know what's going to happen when. And we we make guidelines that sometimes we have to amend because of one thing or another, you know, and and, and, and it uh, uh, it really is a it, it's a it's a great experience. And I think it'll be a great experience for those who want to perform. Uh, you know, Terry, I'm still waiting for your Taylor Swift thing. I, <laughs> uh, Peter, uh, can I say something? Please. Yeah. So um, we uh, when we did the uh, Rochester convention, I wasn't prepared for the amount of controlled chaos. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, and I was with my husband, and we would leave the suite going, oh, my God. <laughs> what am I getting <laughs> into? <laughs> right, because I was, I was co-hosting with Mike Byington, and I, got, I was like, what did I say yes to? But then um, I got there, and it, was, it went beautifully. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, all this chaos. And then when, you know, the night, you know, it happened, it was, it was great. Uh, and so that's what convinced me that, um, you know, you, you can only control so much, you know, you've got to just uh, go with the flow. And I was really, it was really very impressed with all that. So I want, Peter, I want to say, you know, as much as you say it's, it's chaos, it is, um, it, it, it is what it has to be in order to get, where we want to go so and and you know and and performers cooperate usually uh yeah. and, and it, it really works well but I, I want to encourage people sort of you know you know enjoy it relax don't panic too much it, this will work out one way or another how how yeah. it's going to look the day of the event i have no idea and not only that i won't be there so you know jason <laughs> i have jason is, is going to take over and we'll do a fabulous job and he is support from you know the blind pride crowd and also the next gen and the students are all supporting us primarily by publicizing you know uh the show and um uh you know and, and come come and come and perform um so um again i'm going to keep saying this uh, you know go to um uh, send us in, if you, or if you have a question you know send a thing to showcase at friendsinart.org and we will get back to you um uh, so, uh, having said all that, I've said my share about friends and uh, about the um, uh, show. Uh, I'll probably say it again. Um, Terry, before we go on, are there any questions from anybody? That's who- what I was about to just yeah. let people know that anyone does have any questions, please feel free to raise your hand. And one immediately went up uh, from Agnes. Um, I was just wondering if you could repeat the date and the time of the virtual session, and is that central time? Yes, everything is central time. Uh, And so the virtual showcase is taking place on Saturday, June 24th. I believe it's at 7.30 central time, Um, but... um, uh, you know, check the program, but it's 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 the one event. It's the only event happening that Saturday evening. And how um, will we get the Zoom information? Uh, it will. It's going to be broadcast on ASP Media. 
Oh, so, I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And by the way, there's going to be a um, uh, a for those who who, who signed up for the for the convention after showcase. There's going to be sort of a uh, a after hours event, and folks can come in and sort of talk about the show and what they hated and what they liked, and and uh, sort of. <laughs> have a general conversation which has always been great fun doing for the past three years so we're doing it again so um for those who have registered or for those who have performed for the virtual um you know come and join us um and uh, it, it's a it's a, it's a lot of fun yes and that will be on zoom that will be on zoom that yeah. will be on zoom and uh anybody who is registered will get the information and anybody who has performed uh and is not registered um, who wants to take part? I'll send them the link. You know, uh, they're, they've they've done their bit for us. We we we're happy to to reciprocate a little bit. Um, so uh, that's that's that. So um, the virtual thing is taking place on Saturday, June twenty fourth at seven thirty p.m. Central Time. Everything is Central Time in the program. Um, it's taking me like six months to figure this out. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so it is, it is all central time, whether it's the in-person convention or the virtual convention, everything is central time. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> next year when the convention is in Jacksonville, it will be East coast time, which will confuse everybody again, but that's <laughs> the way the system works. Uh, thank you, Agnes. Anything else, Terry? Uh, we don't right now. Okay. Um, so, what I was going to... What I was going to ask yes. is, um, I don't think that it's scheduled, it's on your agenda for this year, but I'm wondering if maybe in Jacksonville, might get back to the, way back in the day, the old um, uh, in-person art parlor. And people yeah. used to bring their, people used to bring a lot of their work and, you know, maybe sell it, maybe not, at least People could see it there, and um, it was a much more hands-on thing, and it was just a great, easy, easy social event. Every year, it seemed was the uh, the in-person art parlor, and I didn't, I don't remember seeing it on the registration. It's this not, year. it's not on it because it isn't happening. And part of the issue that we're struggling with, uh, like every other uh, affiliate and and uh, committee, is. What do you do in person? What do you do virtually? And what do you drop? And, yeah. you know, the the, the, yeah. the, the the deal is, you know, back in when we had the art parlor, there were how many people would go to a convention? 1,200 yeah. people, 1,500 people, right. 1,000 people. And now the, the number I'm hearing is 800 people. So the question is, is it worth you know, the, the logistical thing that, that's, you know, that, that's involved when you have so few people, comparatively few people coming to the in-person convention. And this is not a criticism of those who aren't coming to the convention. There are financial issues. There are health issues. There are work issues. I get it, but you know, it, it does make life complicated for us program planners to figure out, you know, how do we do this? And, and one more thing I'll say about it, Terry, and I appreciate your comment. We're, we're getting more and more people who apply to our scholarships who are for, for photographers who are uh, our therapists, who are, you know, who have stuff to show. And I'm trying to figure out, because um, you're not the first person who's asked this, how we can do that. You know, is it is it worth trying next year in Jacksonville? You know, cre- you know creating a something or other. Um, uh, I don't know the answer to that question, but I appreciate the question. Hmm. Any I reactions think- from you, Annie, or, or uh, Jason? Yeah, you know, I agree with you, Peter. I, I think... <sighs> 
I think we have to reinvent some of the things um, that you maybe we depended on before, you know, the COVID, COVID and the pandemic. Um, I think we need to rethink, you know, what we could bring back, um, uh, and how relevant they're going to be, and and you know how uh, practical they're going to be for not for just us, but for any affiliate. Yeah. It's a, it's a real issue of, of a lot of the special interest affiliates. No, yeah. Well, and all across ACB, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, and it's, it's especially relevant for things like the showcase, because, you know, with, with all due respect to the affiliates, they do a lot of great work, but our work is much more complicated. We have a logistical thing that, you know, as we talked about, the sort of controlled chaos that goes on. And it's great, you know, it, it I, I love doing it and I'm happy to do it, but it's a lot more work. And so the challenge is, you know, uh, like every other, is, is this is this worth, is the cost, you know, does the benefit exceed the cost to put it in business terms? And that's the other and, thing, too, is the cost yeah. of everything has gone up. That's right. So, yeah, it has. And there's, there's, still, there's still concerns about smaller spaces and the amount of people in them. So suites are much harder mm-hmm. to come by. That's also true. Yeah. And yes. you, can't, you can't do a lot of things in suites anymore either. No, right. you can't. Uh, and and but you know, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, getting a room for the art zoo would not be a problem. I'm sure we could figure that out. The the um, um, sometimes we did it in the exhibit hall. You know, there was a special place in the exhibit hall for folks to oh. check the art out. But the other question is, most oh, of the yeah. folks, most of the folks who came, most of the folks who were artists, visual artists who, who submitted came to the convention and talked about their work. You know, a lot of folks can't afford to go to the convention these days, or don't want to, or you know, whatever, and so. All this stuff is just complicated. I'm not saying no. I just sort of want us all to sort of, sort of appreciate how, you know, things have changed since 2019 or whatever year it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, Terry, Terry, this is Annie. You're not the only one um, that would love to have a, you know, a visual art thing. I mean, I, I love tactile arts and I really wish we could have something where people can cycle through and, you know, and touch things and, and you know, and get some description and, um, you know, I'd really love to see that right happen. Now. And maybe we will. I'm, I'm not opposed to it. I just, you know, we just need to talk about it as a board to figure out, you know, mm-hmm. how, how would it work and how, how it's doable and all that. So we have raised we're, hands, I think. I hear a raised hand. Harry, you're 10 minutes to the hour. Oh, my right. goodness. Anybody has a question, raise your hand now because we're running low <laughs> on time. Hard to I believe just raised with my Peter. Hand. Um, actually, the first one is Beth. Beth, you can un- you are unmuted. Hello. Yeah, I um, Terry, I would love to go to convention and and uh, see a tactile art um, show. <clears throat> I've seen them before, and uh, they're pretty nice. But on a big scale like that, I would love to see one. I think it would be great. Well. And, um, these are the it's people, not that people don't want to go to the convention. A lot of times they haven't been able to afford it, or a lot of times their state's been under lockdown or something. No, man. Well, these are the and people that's, that and that's, and that's will be the, dealing like, with. These are the people who will be dealing with it, and it's wonderful to see you on here tonight. I haven't seen you. Jim, I know. I keep forgetting. For a while. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> And there really are economic considerations. A lot of folks simply can't afford to go to the convention, you know, with yeah. the cost going up. It's, it a, it's is, a real it's, issue. It's, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a, a very serious issue. I used issue. to like the idea when cities used to bid for conventions because sometimes oh, yeah, it wouldn't be the fun. same cities. It would be different cities. So 
like that. Yeah, that was fun. So, but so and they, the other thing, and and there's just so much that's so different about it now. You know, back in those back back at that time, you didn't have ACB running any much of any committee meetings and such right. opposite the special interest affiliates. There was an old agreement about that, that they, most of that took place either in the morning or in the early evening. And so it's, you know, it's so much longer now, the convention that, um, you know, people, especially younger people, I know when, when we had a young family and such, you don't, you can't give your entire vacation, two weeks of vacation to that without throwing a weekend somewhere at Disney or something with the kids. Right. You know, that kind of thing is also an issue. We do have one more hand up and that's Penny Reader. Hey, Hey, you guys, what a great show. I'm, I'm, I can hardly, I, I'm excited about um, (laughs) the showcase. Um, I was wondering if, well, first of all, my friends in art t-shirt is wearing out and I need a new one. And um, (laughs) so, and that was, a great fundraiser you guys used to do at the, the exhibit hall, and I was also wondering if you guys made any kind of a uh, a download for a purchase, or maybe I don't know. People don't use CDs anymore, but from last year's showcase, and are, are you going to do that this year? This is a complicated question. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. Can I can, I can I answer yeah. the yeah, T-shirt yeah. question? We're yeah. working on a new logo, and once we get all that, we're going to be launching, you know, oh, uh, cool. something to be able to order T-shirts and all that stuff. But we oh, haven't nice. gotten that far yet. So well, probably you. virtually more than in person. Uh, with regards to the show, I, I would remind you that I believe the, the virtual showcases are available in you know as part of the package where you can get all the stuff on thumb drives or whatever so you, oh, okay. you, you, can, you can get that um to the best of my knowledge it's there um uh um uh, so and the other issue is we would we would sell cds but technically we were doing it illegally because of copyright concerns and oh, well you we can't do that anymore then no <laughs> what's that penny you can't do that anymore, then. No, no. we really can't. <laughs> now really now that you can't. know, you can't say, <laughs> "Oh, right. I didn't know about it." That's right. Yeah, <laughs> plausible yeah, deniability. Yeah, I don't no, know. We, we, we can't do it anymore. What we what we have thought about doing, we we may yet do it, is put together a a uh, compilation of stuff that's original. That you would know, be lovely. Uh, um, so we, nice. we may we may do that. We've talked about it. We're just not, mm-hmm. you know, there's twenty other things that we're trying to figure out. But um, I think that would be a really good thing for for everybody involved who could, you know, you know. Um, I just want to say one more thing, and that's yeah. congratulations, Annie, with your novel on the Audible. That's very exciting. Oh, thank so, you. Yeah, so indeed. Well. It's, it's a good being, book too, by the it, way. It's being recorded right now. It's been that's slow. Very but- cool. <laughs> I will let everybody know when it finally comes out. Thank good, you. Good things come to those oh, who oh, win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Thank right. you. And, and if, you, if you go to acbmedia.org and search in the search bar for the word showcase, you can find the showcases there. Oh, thank, oh, you. thank you. Thanks, Ray. Ray. Okay. Thank you, Ray. That's that's actually really helpful. I appreciate that a lot because I wouldn't have known that. Um, so I just, uh, Terry, in the amount of time we have left, I just want to sort of highlight, uh, remind people if they want to perform in the uh, live showcase on July 3rd at 8 p.m., we would really appreciate if you'd send us an email to let us know what you want to do to showcase at friendsinart.org, showcase at friendsinart.org. Uh, and if you have questions, feel free to ask them there. Um, and remember, there will be accompanists, there will be a house band, and there will be 
If you want to play to a track uh, that you that you bring with you, that's also fine. Um, but we want to see as many people perform who who are able to do so. Um, the other thing I just want to alert folks is we do have other sessions. Um, Jason's doing a, a, the breakfast. I mentioned that before. We have um, pr- uh, virtually the session about uh, uh, virtual instruments and um, keyboard. We have the writer's workshop. We have we have, we have a children's author, uh, Feather Chell, that Annie's going to interview. Um, and we have a session. Many of you may remember the session, the, thing, the showcase that uh, we did last year. Uh, it was of a, a called uh, Come On, Justice, Come or come justice come that was totally performed and composed totally virtually meaning we didn't we didn't meet in person at all and um the the uh, piece got a lot of reaction so we're going to talk about how the piece came to be uh, in one of our sessions so you know check out the program and join us and don't forget the in person showcase well so i want to thank all three of you very much for being with us tonight uh It's been, I I really hope that so many people who may not have been there in the past really come and enjoy the showcase. I'm delighted to hear that the uh, virtual one, at least, um, I'm assuming on the in-person one, there's nothing opposite it. It was always a tradition. You never but okay. anything opposite the showcase because everybody goes to showcase. Well, unfortunately, um, there's, there's bingo that, that that's conflicting with the early part. Uh, uh, well, they'll yeah. overlap, and that's for the kids too. That, um, which is fine. But <laughs> it's that's. I mean, you know, so many things have happened at showcase. I remember the year that Gordon <laughs> got down on his knees and proposed to Janice in the middle of showcase. <laughs> that was that was a great moment. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there was just yeah. some. This has been. So much of show, showcase has, has been such an integral part of the ACB convention and the of special interest conferences for so long. And I do hope that everyone really does come and enjoy it and get in touch with ACB with, uh, I'm just pulling it up on you. Uh, what is it? Showcase at a showcase. Do it again. Showcase Thank you. Showcase <laughs> at friendsandart.org. And be a part of it. God knows, I promise I won't, but you be a part of it. And No Taylor Swift from no Terry. Taylor Swift. No, I don't know. No Taylor, Taylor, he doesn't Taylor know Swift. I only do Irish music. Um, oh. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. We may have to uh, work doing something. I don't know. And the other thing I just want to, again, I want to thank uh, Ray and Larry and Anne and Jason and Peter and all of you for being with us tonight. And I just want to give you a quick update. Next Friday night, we are going to be doing Visibilities Observes Juneteenth. And that should prove to be a pretty lively conversation because our one and only Pam Shaw is putting that together for us. And I think there'll be some people from the Multicultural Affairs Committee, but I think it's going to be a good time for all of us to learn more about Juneteenth and traditions and things that people do to celebrate it and or to observe it. And that will be next Friday night on Visibilities. And then we're going on vacation. Um <laughs> For a couple, for at least a couple of weeks, you'll uh, we'll be back 
sometime around the middle of July. Well, I haven't got the calendar in front of me, so I don't remember the exact date. <clears throat> but in the meanwhile, see you next Friday night and enjoy your week ahead. Thank you all very much.